Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 309 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Sailors of shores, Borgs, those with swords, and those who work in morgues. White guys who cosplay Geordie LaForge, Fieldy, on mm. s- the on-sabbatical bassist from Corn, uh-huh. and Natalie Imbruglia, and her hit single, Torn. Pete Yorn, Michael Dorn, and everyone who pays for porn. Don't hate, it's a fact, we're not late, we're just fast, it's so great, I hope it lasts, it's episode 88 of Getting head a bucket cast. Wow. Hey, we're here. We are. What's going on? That's a great fucking intro. Well, hey, it's it's episode 88. We managed to make it all the way to the racist one. Um, This is the racist one. (laughs) If you've listened to all of these, like, get get ready. We're going to unload on you. Um, By by that, it's a reference to 88 is uh, racists. Nazis specifically use it yeah. as like a stand-in for uh, the, the it's the eighth letter in the alphabet, so, so it's H H, which stands for Hulk Hogan. Hulk obviously. Hogan, obviously, or right? Heil Hogan. Yeah, I mean yeah. that works for me, brother. Um, <laughs> or Hogan's Hulkamaniacs. Hel- you know? Oh yeah, yeah, whatever you really want to, you know, categorize yeah. it as. Yeah, and you yeah. know, uh, yeah, and they only eat uh, at Pasta Maniacs. So. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, we love that. Um, so 88 is not just known for that. 88 is actually God. a weird number. It's actually really popular for a lot of different reasons. You know, um, you know what it is first and foremost that that is important to both of us. Oh, it's a it's a song by Sum 41 on their 2003 album Chuck. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Both of us were born in 1988. Is oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Year of the Dragon. Year of the Dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, wasn't that the fucking uh, title for the Cisco album? <laughs> I think. Isn't uh, that right? I, that, that sounds right. I mean, that sounds like a very Cisco album title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Atomic Number 88. Guess what it's for? Um, it's, uh, I don't know, a rare earth mineral. <laughs> Radium, baby. Oh, a radium, very. Yeah. Ooh, oh, really love good. Radium, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the you know, that's about all I got. Oh no, 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 one more. It's the Morse code abbreviation meaning love and kisses. So, don't forget, it it doesn't mean Hale Hogan. It means hugs and loves and kisses. Yeah, Hulk Hogan is a union buster and a piece of shit and a racist and just a generally like. <laughs> Bad dude. That's who, why. Like, that's why the Nazis love him. That's why they do the '88 thing. He was you responsible know? for like uh, the popularity of WWF and maybe in part like wrestling worldwide. Uh, I mean, in a big part. But he uh, he did a lot of things to fuck wrestling, like bad, like stupid, stupid creative ideas that lost a lot of people in wrestling. And like yeah, wrestling that. will never come back to its height. Uh, where it was in like the late '90s and like early 2000s, in very large part because of how bad Hulk Hogan fucked up. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I not could, cool. Actually, I could it I could bad. go on for a long time about WCW, NWO, uh, 
uh, the whole thing with WWF. There's a lot of fucking shit, man. I watch a lot of shit on it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. It's Wrestling definitely... history is fascinating, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You're yeah. you're diving right in. You're exploring that world. You're you're submerged in it. Power bombing you, that you, information, you know, baby. You know what you're like. You're like that dude. Have you ever seen that? That uh, I think that the video is up still on Daily Motion, but there's also like a a screenshot of the Craigslist post going around for it, and it's a guy who likes to go inside of people's septic tanks. We talked about this on the podcast, yeah. Before, and yeah, I yeah, hadn't yeah. heard of it before, but now, yeah, I've seen several things. Have you that. Have you watched one of the videos? Yeah, where I he watched, goes in. Watched, there. I think we watched a little bit of it together. Yeah, yeah, and, and he like, gets it. Like, he gets like the sewage in his mouth and stuff. Uh, he's, and, like, he's he is a poopy boy. Yes. He's a big poopy boy. Yeah, he is. I can't. But yeah, but you're him. like that with 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 wrestling. You're you're getting in there. You're just you want to spend some time in it. Be alone. I guess. Uh, I mean, be, I become I, one with. I it. would use any other analogy, but sure. Yeah, let's go. But you know that. what? Like I I live for creative metaphor. Right. Excellent. So excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. What's What's up with me though? I uh I bought a tiny guitar, a tiny little shred guitar. It's I showed cool it to guitar. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bought a headless guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toman.de, the German uh, music distributor. They're like Sweetwater for Germany. Yeah, you know who doesn't play one of those? Huh? Is uh the rhythm guitarist for Corn? Oh, that's true. Yeah, he he only plays guitars that are headful. Yes. Yeah. He's, I mean, his name because his name is Head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was talking about uh, the monkey. Oh, hmm. all right. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this anymore. Uh, Tomanda.de. They they sell some guitars that they make under their own imprint called Harley Benton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing that since 2013, and those guitars on online they have like a pretty good reputation. They're like above average quality for the price. Yeah. Um. And so far, I, I honestly feel like that is 100% the case with this guitar. Like it's a Pretty well made little guitar. Like the nice. fretwork's really nice. It's got stainless steel frets and all that stuff. Sick. Headless. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait to write some some goofy death metal on it, Brit. Scoopy doo. It's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty fun. Excellent. I'd love pretty to. excited. Love to you know what else I'm excited for? What's that? Goth news. Oh yeah. Let's do it. news this week a manager for denver's ogden theater claims he was wrongfully terminated in retaliation for blowing the whistle on electronic indie artist goth babe <laughs> goth- oh, okay so hold on before we get into that i saw this band that band was playing mm-hmm. at a, a venue by my house the the neptune yeah. uh here in seattle and i saw it just said goth babe up on the the marquee and there's a big line around the building of people waiting to get in there not a single one of them goth yeah, it's not a. Which is like, what is happening there? I don't understand that. I, I don't. I don't get it. But okay, sorry. Go ahead. It's 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 a it's a it's a thing. Goth babe, also known as musician Griffin Washburn, apparently mm-hmm. arrived to the Ogden quote visibly suffering from quintessential COVID nineteen symptoms, but insisted on playing anyways. Uh oh. According to Hendrick, the manager who was fired, uh, Washburn told his own tour staff that he should cancel the sold-out show, uh, which had been moved from the Gothic Theater to allow a larger crowd of 1,700 fans. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, that that band is doing very well. Yeah, uh, but the show went on. Washburn tested positive for COVID the next day, Hendrix claims. Uh, 
Oh. AEG, owners of the Ogden, denied the allegations in a statement sent to the Denver Post. And in Goth Obituaries this week, a bat house has lost another member in Alec John Such, an American rock and roll Hall of Fame bassist and founding member of rock band Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Super goth. Super goth. Uh, he, One of the, the forefathers of goth. Yes. Yeah. Um, he died in Horry County, South Carolina. <laughs> right? at, at his home at age 70. Uh, he had needed assistance returning to bed earlier that day, according to reports. Enjoy that steel horse ride into the sky, goth brother. You're no longer wanted, dead or alive. <laughs> and finally in goth news, this week, pizza and goth patriarch Papa John Schnatter went to northern Michigan for a vacation. Mm-hmm. He also decided to cut another business advice monologue for his Instagram, even though he hasn't b- really been in business, so to speak, for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Schnatter stepped down as CEO of Papa John's in 2018 after he blamed declining sales on football players protesting the treatment of black people in America, causing their stock to fall 30%. Then he used the N-word during a conference call. Dark news, dark news for cool Hell yeah. That was tight. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with you? Uh, not a lot. You know, I've been, been working a bunch this week. Um, uh, I uh, So I was working this week. I had to get some stuff for work. Um, I was mm-hmm. pressure washing some, some shit, and uh, one of my O-rings broke, you know? Oh. Oh, show him your O-ring. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Um, so... <laughs> What are we doing? So, so O-rings, you know, they're, they're little yeah. rubber things that are so like... it's a rubber they, gasket yeah, that's yeah, going to like seals. fit over a pipe. Yeah, to, you know, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I needed one of these things, and a very, very specific one uh, that wasn't like one of the regular ones they really sold. And so mm-hmm. I go there, and I'm walking around, and, you know, I have, I have without asking anybody, I eventually find like the plumbing section, and I find kind of what I'm looking for. I find the section for where all the O-rings are, but I yeah. cannot figure out... I even brought, like, the attachment with me that I needed so I could, like, try to fit them over and stuff. And I try a few of them out, and I'm just not getting anywhere. So I'm there for mm-hmm. a few minutes, and, uh, and I As hear... You. Like, uh, I, I've been in that same situation before. Huh. Like, when I, when I was mowing lawns a lot, when I lived up in Shoreline, Washington, and I had a big lawn, I was mowing it constantly. My, my lawnmower was breaking constantly, so it was my, you know, uh, uh, weed whacker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was constantly going to Home Depot and, like, struggling in that aisle of, like, parts and, like... Mm-hmm. All right, is this going to work for the thing to solve this dumbass problem this thing has? So, yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. And so so I was there, and uh, I probably needed some customer <laughs> service. And so I'm uh, just standing there, and I, I hear to the right of me, uh, uh, how are we doing today? And I'm like, uh-huh. well, uh, okay, there must be, must be someone here to help me. And I, I, I turn around uh-huh. and see this man with a, uh, he, um, he in a way looks like, a, I'd say like a 60-year-old version of you maybe. It's just oh, like no. this guy with a big oh, old man. like Sam Elliott mustache and like nice. uh, a, a long gray ponytail. Oh, he's, oh, ponytail. Totally ponytail, dude. Dude, pony, totally, bro. Totally pony. Pony. With some hair still like not in the pony kind of around yeah. his face and stuff. And then, and then to cap it off, the uh-huh. real icing on the cake of this man. Okay. He was wearing an orange cowboy hat. No. And it wasn't it wasn't just like an orange felt cowboy hat. He had like he had made this hat orange very obviously. He uh like, it was like it was like one of those fucking um plasticky like uh it looks like it's made of straw almost oh, cowboy yeah, hats. Yeah, you like know? you can get at the fair for yeah, like yeah. a dollar. Yeah, those those cheap hats. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. it was one of those but like spray painted like road cone fucking orange. <laughs> 
right? Oh, and, I mean, the Home Depot color, the yeah, brand. Oh, of course, of course. Very on and brand. Then, and then, um, and then on top of that, do you like, think, hold on. Do you, uh, do you think if he got fired and like got hired at Lowe's, they'd give him like he'd do he'd uh, take, like a blue one? Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like gray and blue hat Larry now. I guess. I think that's her color. I don't even know Lowe's colors. Who cares? Blue, blue. I think it's blue, blue and gray. Yeah, Is that right. I think it, yeah. yeah, it's something like that. It's something very like. I think the store Rain. is just gray, but their color is blue. Yeah, you know that sounds about right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and to cap to cap this cap off, really, uh, uh-huh. he also had like fucking feathers with on like leather strings and shit. Like, oh yeah, and uh, like like, like beads, from, beads like hanging from shit. his pony or from no the no no hat. from from the hat. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So just accessorizing, totally fabulous. Like, oh, I bet I bet he was pretty sad that uh, the the bass player for. Uh, Bon Jovi died. Uh, uh, yeah. I I mean, I feel like he's the type of guy I feel would be a little sadder about, like, an original member of the Allman Brothers dying. Oh, yeah, or the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, he's, Any of he's, those brother bands, You know, he's, really. he's I'd, I'd say this guy, to me, he's probably a deadhead. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. He's a yeah, jam yeah. band, he, old he's jam probably band probably one guy. of those dudes that's, that's still like, man, nobody can beat... Stevie Ray Vaughan, nobody. Oh yeah, yeah. Like probably except for maybe Jimmy. Jimmy on a good day, like <laughs> you know, one of those guys talks talks about musicians uh-huh. like they're his friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, first name basis. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, and uh, so like yeah, I, I need help, and he's like, all right, uh, is that what you're looking for? And I'm like, and he points to my like wand attachment that I was looking for a part. So you for. brought it. You brought it in. Yeah, with I you. brought it in with me, and I was you know, and and I'm like, yeah, and he just like takes a look at it. And uh, he's like, uh, all right, you want this, like, kind of thick or just, like, right, like, flush up against this? And I'm like, uh, a little thicker than that. And he's like, all right, I got you. And then he, like, goes in and eh, you want the 32s, the 32 rounds. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, and then he, like, pu- pulls it open and he's like, try it on. And uh, I, I try it on. And I'm like, that's perfect. He's like. You put the O-ring on your shaft. He put the O-ring right on my shaft and it was perfect, dude. And so he was, he was great. And then so like. Um, yeah, you're, you're like stoked because you're like, yeah. oh, thank, thank I was, you. I was you like, just th- solved my problem yeah, exactly. immediately. Uh, perfect. And I was like, yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. You have a great day. And he's like, uh, actually, uh, if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and he hands me this card, he says, oh my God. Uh, you can uh, go out oh and fill God. a survey out online. Oh my God. Now, what is, what does that say there? <laughs> Um, okay, so it has like the Home Depot logo. Of course, of course. And then it says like it has like a a line, like a line in the center where you mm-hmm. could like put a stamp, and there's a stamped name on there. Yeah. And then surrounding that, it says, "How has blank service been today?" Question mark. Yeah, and, and there's, there's like a QR code. Yeah, and then and then, like, and then the stamp. Uh huh. Says. Orange hat Larry. Orange hat fucking Larry. <laughs> Orange hat goddamn Larry. Uh, and so, of course, <laughs> I immediately went home and filled out this fucking survey. I, is you five stars. Five, five stars. Five, five stars, stars across five the board. Stars. There's no stars for you. Like, how uh, how how did we uh, not live up to your expectations today? No stars higher than five for Larry. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, we love Orange Hat Larry. Bro. We must do everything we can to protect Orange Hat Larry. Uh, yeah, Orange Lives Matter. Or- <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Orange Orange Man Good. Orange Man Good. Orange Man Orange Good. Orange Man Good. Orange Man Good. Indeed. Indeed. Wow. 
Well, it's pretty good. Okay. All right. Hey, you want to hit us with a bucket fact? Yeah, let's get into it, baby. Let's get into it. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Today we're going to talk about a lesser known hero of Buckethead and his connection to him. One old dirty bastard. ODB. Old dirty bastard for those unaware, also known as Dirt McGirt. ODB and like 30 other names. What about um, OHL? Um, what's the, what's... Orange Hat Larry, baby! Oh, you oh, got me, motherfucker! Oh, oh, oh. You got That's me! That's a callback. Yeah, that was good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hat McGirt. I don't know. Um, so, Old Dirty Bastards, for those unaware, was a rapper and member of the Wu-Tang Clan, born mm-hmm. in 1968 and deceased in 2004 due to a drug overdose. When he was alive, though, I've been told he was not anyone to fuck with. Uh, I mean, Wu-Tang Clan in general ain't none to fuck with. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, he, I also was told that uh, he was live and uncut, so non-circumcised. <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard, live and uncut. Uh-huh. Um, following his untimely death, Buckethead released two separate projects in commemoration of Old Dirty Bastard. The first one is an ODB tribute video of Buckethead wearing a vinyl horror mask while holding two other masks in both of his hands, uh-huh. kind of Herbie style. Yeah. Um, he lip syncs along with Shame on an N-Word by Wu-Tang Clan, which uh, prominently features Old Dirty Bastard, mm-hmm. in which he absolutely lip syncs the N-Words. <laughs> In a very rare display of not great judgment by the Big B. Um, <laughs> it was a different time, okay? It was. Different that, time. That, that, that was actually my next sentence. I said, but 2004 was, in fact, a much different time in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. The second project he released in the wake of this is much, much cooler. It's a complete buckethead remix of Shimmy Shimmy Ya by ODB. And it's really fucking something else. Whoa, I've not heard that. that it's sounds really cool. good. We should definitely check it out we together. Definitely check that out. It's it's a sick song. It's like uh, Buckethead like builds a spectacular, really lush soundscape around the original track, uh, and really makes it like something of his own. Like it's huh. very much. It sounds like a Buckethead song that he had ODB come and do a rap on. It's so good. That's um, pretty rad. I'd recommend it to anybody listening to this podcast. Hundred percent. It's one of the one of the few things on this podcast I can say. Hey, if you're listening, go listen to this now. This just rocks. It's like a cool thing. It's like an interesting take on some a good classic music. Hell yeah. Yep. So I like to know. I like knowing that that Buckethead likes hip hop. That's yeah, that's tight. That's really tight. Of um, course he would. But so yeah, it's a, it's listed most places online as Buckethead. I like it raw because mm-hmm. Buckethead likes it raw. Obviously. So go check it out. And while you're at it, listen to Wu-Tang's Enter the 36 Chambers and ODB's Return to the 36 Chambers. Definitely. Both are landmark hip-hop albums. Should not be missed. We listen to three more Pikes. Pikes. This week. This week. Pike 262, 263, and 264. Live E. Newell. Glacier. And Poseidon. Respectively. Yeah. Pike, Pike 262. Nib E. Newell, which is Looney Bin spelled backwards with mm-hmm. some oddly placed spaces. Yeah. Uh, released on April 15th, 2017, just two days after Portal to the Red Waterfall. Buckhead out here just finally dishing out his take on liberals right here. Yeah. So li- this is 
lib- the, yeah, this is the loony bin for libs, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Owning, owning them. Yeah, uh, you know, you really... know, you know what really bothers me. What's that? Uh, so, as as you might know from ever talking to me, I'm I'm on the very uh, the left side of politics, very left. Really? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm, I would have. I'm, I'm what you could call a communist. So, oh, okay. and and would okay. if you're the FBI. All right, uh, and cool. most people. Um, Neat. Uh, so, um, I hate the term "shit libs." It's something that's used on people by the left all the time. Shit libs. You have never heard, heard this? this. I've never heard this. I hate it. It's like a bunch a bunch of tankies actually really use it. Uh, and okay, it's, what? what okay, I. I am still not clear on what a tanky is. That's like an authoritarian communist. Basically, someone who uh, supports uh, Marxist Leninism, so or f- or Marxist Stalinism, and so so it, it's communism that instead of like a direct democracy, where like mm-hmm. a, a, it's it's a representative democracy mm-hmm. where there's authoritarianism. Okay, and so all all state power is concentrated in one place instead of evenly distributed, like Marx said it should be. So. You know, it's uh, not ideal. Okay. In fact, it, sure. it's it's in a lot of ways like even worse than capitalism, depending on, depending on things. You know. Okay. And so I, and ultimately, like when it comes to my politics, I am anti-authoritarian first before it even comes to economics. Like authoritarianism, like seems it seems bad. It's I mean, like you know, the this, examples of which we've seen in the world have largely been bad yeah it's uh you know they say that um uh imperialism turned inward is fascism or imperialism turned inward is authoritarianism and that's i totally agree with that it's like it's a lot of isms yeah i mean it's 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 like you're trying to take over your own populace and make them Mm -hmm. and choose what they think which is not ideal no i don't like that generally doesn't work out well I, i like the western idea of like you know free speech and uh, being able to like talk about things and like gain ground on like actual things through debate and stuff. It's not working for us at all. No, it's, it's not really it's really working. not working. It's not working at all. I mean, no one cares about science or facts or anything and they don't no. like win elections. No, I've been told by some yard signs around here though that science is real. Science is real. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I respect uh, facts and science. Uh, you know, actually, you know who wrote a cool song called "Science Is Real"? Who's that? Is that is they might be giants. That's true. They hold, that, they wrote a whole album called "Science Is Real." Yeah, it's a uh, great album. I actually I really like they might be giants. I think they're great. They they might be giants are great. Uh, their kids' music is even better than their regular uh, adult music. It's not. I, I don't know. That's debatable. But their their kids' music is great. Their kids' music slaps it on just slaps. another level. It's so mm-hmm. fucking cool. Um, yeah, so anyway, back to uh, Nib E. Newell, uh, away mm-hmm. from the politics Gib discussion. E. Nib E. Newell. Wait, yes. Nib E. Newell. Wait, what? Lib E. Newell. Wait. We we both keep saying it wrong. Lib E. Newell. No, because that'd be Looney Nib Bill. Nib E. Newell. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you spelled it wrong on the thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's why I'm it, It's probably auto-corrected it, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's nib, nib-y. Okay, yeah, so I don't know why we had that entire discussion. I'll probably just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's banter. That's what they're here for, right? I don't know. Who? Who? Um, that's, a great, that's a great question. Pike 262, Nib-y Newell, uh-huh. released on April 15th, 2017, just two days after a portal to the Red Waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, so this one uh, is one of the ones that's uh, divided into 10 tracks. And much yeah. like 
pretty much every album that's divided into multiple tracks. It's basically just a song. Yeah, of of the same name. So there, it's uh, Nib E Newell tracks one through ten. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's basically one big song. It's a mm-hmm. pretty cool song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of guitar improv, but like not necessarily like soloing improv. It's like feels like he's like improving riffs almost. Like, almost, yeah, and improving like leads and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff here. Um, it's I mean generally like based around alt metal stuff but there's definitely thrashy parts mm-hmm. uh track three has this really cool proggy staccato part yeah um there's a lot of like uh you know doubling of kick drums and, and guitar chugs which is pretty sick yeah there is a lot of that and there's like not a lot of repetition either which is no, what no. gives me like the improv feel because mm-hmm. like he rarely repeats riffs in yeah, this yeah but it's not like sloppy in any no, way it's and like not. The, it's... the drums go with it mm-hmm. in a way that i'm like oh at least like if he was improving riffs he like went back or something i feel like and... i feel like he was improving to a metronome and then like had dan monty just write drums to it that could that could be i mean i i kind of think he does that with a lot of this stuff or something similar to that or he yeah. has a very basic drum track he records to and then dan monty goes and like arranges everything around that yeah, yeah. I, I would suspect that is the case. Because the drums are always, like, very synced mm-hmm. with the um, guitars. Uh, the standout track for me on this one was the last song because it ends on a, a clean, shredding nylon string guitar. Yeah. And that was sick as fuck. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, it was unique. Uh, Buckethead really doesn't shred too much on an acoustic, especially the nylon string. Yeah. Usually... It's, it's a pretty short part, though. It and is, like, but it's like right at the very end, and that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I did like that too. I, I yeah. liked that the end changed it up. But mm-hmm. like, I guess what I would say about this one is like, there's not a lot of repetition, which is nice. But I don't know if I would call it necessarily diverse. It's right. like it, it's all kind of like around the same general ideas, which is like like weird start and stop riffs and then yeah. like some shredding here and there mm-hmm. but like i did enjoy it i thought it was cool it was a solid, yeah it wasn't nearly solid as pike. diverse as the other two albums we listened to this week but there, yeah. there was like i mean it was a lot of different flavors of metal in general mm-hmm. i guess i'd probably call it all alt metal uh as i would with a lot of bucket speaking stuff. of flavors of metal yeah like i mean you've tasted a penny right uh, yeah have you tasted other money uh, like probably most of the no, American coins. No, Spencer, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> probably the the American money. Have you ever tasted money from another country? Mm, yeah, I don't think so. No, you're missing out. Yeah, what's what? What do you think is the best tasting currency? Uh, probably like uh, if that's a I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the British uh, pound cake. Uh. uh I British pounds taste like even worse than American. Oh, they gotta stuff. taste. Like, oh yeah. yeah, they gotta taste like the the the, uh, the cashier's hands at Tesco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine like down in any like tropical climate, all the money tastes really horrible because people are all sweaty all the time handling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All my coins are sweaty all the time. Sweaty all the time. Sweaty uh-huh. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get back to this albums or something okay um so nibby newell um uh pretty pretty cool one big song um song everything is something of a frenetic slightly proggy alt metal i'd say yeah yeah Yeah. something like that doesn't really explain how it sounds frenetic Um, is a good word for it i would say like it's it's a lot of like yeah like that kind of a lot of whittly diddlies whittly diddlies and like dan 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 
Oh yeah, that yeah. Kind of sort of stuff. Not a, not a ton of like effects or anything though, which is not usually no. like a lot of bucket uniquely bucketed things has a lot of like effects and like kill switch. Yeah. I feel like he hasn't really done a ton of effects latent stuff for no. the last several pikes. No, maybe the last like, not a lot of dozen not pikes. a lot of kill switch honestly. Yeah. at in most of the pikes. Yeah, especially compared to the early pikes. The early mm-hmm. pikes, like I I remember I I got to a point where I was compl- complaining about the kill switch. That's true. Because I'm just like there's were, so got, much kill switch. Sodden with kill switch. Yeah, you know? I got kill switch disengaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that should be the name of the episode. Kill switch disengaged. That, uh-huh. That's not bad either. That's pretty good. I'll go back and I'll decide when I'm editing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, speaking of the loony bin, mm-hmm. what's the greatest mental health crisis you've witnessed? <laughs> Ooh, oh, I actually have a story for this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the greatest one that I witnessed was okay. I witnessed a lot of them at work. Yeah. If you work in a public place, you witness mental health crises. All yeah, crises all crises, the time. Yeah, all the time. Um, I've seen people get crazy for lots of reasons. Um, do they get picarded? They they sometimes get picarded. That's cool. Uh, I <laughs> the the best one though that I think that I've witnessed was I worked with this dude and we're gonna call him <laughs> Ralph. Let's call him Ralph. That's not my his... name is Ralph. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's how we talked. Yeah. Actually, he talked like he's like he talks like this. He's like. Don't worry, it's all good. He'd like talk like that. That's pretty much exactly what. What kind of music does a guy who talks like that listen to? Uh, like a... Lincoln Park. Yeah. 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 Honestly, yeah. totally. Yeah. I think so. I don't. I don't know. But I. I think you did listen to Lincoln Park. I don't really know what kind of music you listen to. Uh, I've told you about this guy before off the podcast. Okay. Um, like, but anyways, he was a bit of a weirdo. He really liked Family Guy. He really liked Dabs. He would. Be, he would rip Dabs in his car on his break. I forgot to send you the picture I took today of the uh, Rick and Morty dab rig that oh, I saw. Save it's it, a pretty good one. Save it for later. Okay. See, I, I look forward to it. Yeah. They, they always bring me a lot of joy. And I show them to other people. I hope uh, you know this. Like uh, you, yeah. Those pictures, they, they're they truly very special to me. Yeah. Um, I just send you one like every week. It's a thing. Dude, but he this dude had like huge Rick and Morty dab energy. Like <laughs> huge. So when I met this dude, I was like, this guy seems okay. He seems nice. He's kind of a weirdo, but whatever. His breath smells bad, but oh, whatever. You did tell me about how bad his breath. Yeah, smells. he does. He didn't brush his teeth. No. Uh, so like he would like rip dabs on his lunch breaks and stuff. More like cavity guy. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, his breath was so bad. But his breath was so bad that like customers would complain about it. And then like my friend who was one of the leads there, he would have to like have these conversations with Ralph, and he'd have to be like. <laughs> You're gonna get you, that mouthwash. My name is Ralph. <laughs> exactly. The customers are complaining. You're gonna wash your mouth out today. T O D A Y. Now, Family Guy is coming on at four. You can't watch no Family Guy. You gotta wash that mouth. I'm gonna try to take a Rick and Morty dab tonight. <laughs> No, pretty much exactly. But anyways, like, he was a bit of a psycho. Like, he was a weirdo for a lot of reasons. And one day, he he started, like, picking fights with the managers, which is, like, never a good move. Like, that's when I started to distance myself from him because he would just, like, pick fights with the managers over, like, dumb shit in, like, staff meetings. So, like, in front of people. And it was, like, super uncomfortable for everybody. And I was like, yeah, I'm not hanging out with this guy. I don't want to be targeted by any of this shit. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, one day he just like 
lost his mind and like he was like having a meeting with two of the managers in the manager's office and he started like screaming and crying and he like ran out of the manager's office and like screaming and crying like downstairs and like freaking out and yelling at them and screaming they were like calm down calm down calm down and then he went like back in the manager's office and crawled under the desk and curled into a ball and started screaming and crying um, I'm pretty sure this was because they were probably like talking to him about brushing his teeth or something. I'm not sure. But anyways, so they sent to those two managers on leave because he threatened them. <laughs> he threatened to like bring a gun back to the store or something. And so they, they put those two managers on leave. They moved one of the managers to another store. The other manager quit. And then he uh, was banned from the store and fired. And then recently recently he showed up in the store and everybody was like what is he doing here and then the like the the man is wearing a trench coat and yeah. you're like not today i'm clocking out <laughs> <laughs> no so like it's become a joke at the store we're like wow ralph one of these days is gonna come in here with a fucking ar and shoot everybody but like he's been the guy that we've been making that joke about all the time and so like when he showed up in the store, we were all like, "Ah!" But then the store manager like went and like took him out, escorted him out of the building. It's like a whole thing. Nice. Uh, but that was that was a pretty good mental health crisis. That, that's pretty sick. That's pretty fun. Yeah, man. I love that. Pike two sixty three Glacier released on April twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Nine days after Nib E Newell. Yeah. It, it it auto corrected this one to, for me too, and it says Nib E Cool. Yeah, it would be yeah. Lukey Ben. Yeah, or Lucy Ben. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Yeah, this pike is great. This mm-hmm. is a really good pike. This one was my yeah. favorite of the week. So so uh, it's it's uh, yeah. five different songs, uh-huh. um, but, and they all have different titles. But yeah. but one song, the first song, Glacier, is nearly half the album at almost fourteen minutes. Yeah, almost fourteen minutes. Um, and uh, that one's pretty cool. It's, it's a, pretty. It's like a long melodic guitar solo, but it's like solid. It's like a yeah. good one. It's got a, like a good atmosphere to it. It's yeah. almost like somebody in one of the comments was like, "This reminds me of like Mob Rules era, like Black Sabbath." Kinda. Interesting. I didn't. And really I, I was get like, "That quite. right? Sure, maybe." I feel like it's a little more. I mean, it, it is mid tempo metal like that. Yeah, like it's not like. I mean, you know, old Black Sabbath is doomy. It's real slow, uh, and then definitely when Dio comes in, they pick it up a little. Yeah, bit. they get a little more rocky. Yeah, yeah, and so, and so, so I was like, yeah, I guess I could see a sort of Dio vibe there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sort of. It's very, very Buckethead, not unexpected. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the in the middle of the song, it kind of picks up into like a soaring solo territory, and uh, it stays there for most of the song. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just soaring solo. Um, the the solo tone here I wanted to say is slightly delayed and it sounds amazing. It really does. The sound guitar nice. tone, like on the guitar tones, rad. yeah. The, yeah. the the whole mix on this one I thought was pretty solid. Like this mm-hmm. this one sounded pretty good. And like, so yeah, that that's a really long song. But the rest of the songs on it are all pretty diverse. Like very they're, diverse. They're yeah. all really cool. The second track is probably my favorite Relic. track of yeah. this entire like weak. Yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, so there was a lot going on there. It was like yeah. kind of flamenco-y. It's like a like flamenco-y, in like a Middle East inspired like melodic acoustic thing. Middle East or maybe Latin. It's yeah. a, it's definitely like melodic minor stuff a lot and uh lots Yeah, of harmonic like, minor and stuff. Like it's yeah. it's really it's really cool, but it's got like almost like a like a video game menu music vibe to it. But it's a uh, it's really cool. It's yeah. a really cool song. It's very different for Buckethead. Yeah, some nice light percussion. Yeah. Oh, and the first song 
despite Glacier. being like a long like melodic solo, like there's there's synths in the background. That's true, That's which true. is cool, and that kind of changes it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So like this one's pretty good. They're, I would they're say they're not is a, just like the pad synths like you usually have. Yeah, more... not not just that. Yeah. Um, I would say this is like one of one of the most solid ones we've heard in a while. It's really good. Yeah, it's been quite it's, good. It's an um, above average pike for sure. Uh, track three was pretty cool. It was like proggy thrash. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I love his proggy thrash stuff, and he's been doing a lot more of that lately. Mm-hmm. Like where a lot of stuff where he's like doing cool doubling with like bass, guitar, and drums all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird time signature stuff. Although like because his stuff is so daw, it's like weird time signature stuff that always fits back into four four pretty much. Yeah, which is always interesting to hear because it's like he finds interesting proggy ways to play with music without like making it too proggy. Yeah, um, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. It's him and Dan Monty. You know, like their their collaboration just works very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Track four was probably my least favorite one on this. It's uh, kind of a clean guitar thing. Never really changes. Kind of a mellow track. Yeah. Not 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 I wasn't super great. Super huge on that one. Uh, last track though was pretty fun. It was mm-hmm. kind of like fast arena metal, uh something like maybe Van Halen or Steve Vaish. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It's uh you know pretty competent rock. Um this one the thing I think I liked most about this album was the diversity of it. I mean past the first track. Mm-hmm. Uh it like, you know, each song was definitely like a different genre. Which is mm-hmm. always nice to hear, and but it all kind of flowed real well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, slightly above average, diverse alt metal slash mellow melodic album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Probably, probably not my favorite of the week. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe think, it is. I think it's probably the my next one's of the week. pretty sick. Next one's pretty sick too. Yeah, like they're they're both pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, do you, spe- uh, speaking of glaciers, you yeah. ever? You ever go on the uh, the the iceberg things? You ever watch those uh, YouTube videos? The iceberg explained. No. Oh, you, do you know what those are? No, I don't know what those uh, so are. So it's like deep lore stuff. You've seen the uh, memes of the mm-hmm. iceberg, right? And it's yeah. like lore, and like the deeper you go, the deeper, the, the and more crazy, and everything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna ask, like, what's the what's the weirdest one you've seen? But apparently, I, I've seen. never even heard of that. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton of those videos on like YouTube, though. I bet. Yeah, check out like Iceberg Explained for anything you're interested in. I mean, um, I do watch a lot of YouTube videos that kind of explain that sort of stuff. It's just yeah. not in that structure. You know right, right, I mean? right. Uh, I think the weirdest one I've watched was probably like the the Doug one. Mm. Yeah, or Rocco's Modern Life one was pretty cool. Well, too. Tell me why that's weird. There's just a lot of like weird in jokes and references to stuff that I never even realized, and because mm. you know you you're always. It's always like, oh, well, these shows have all these adult jokes in there, but like they go really deep and like into episodes that were like taken off the air for weird certain reasons and shit like that. It's, yeah, that's pretty interesting. That's nice. Pretty yeah, I like that. Oh. I uh, I've recently been watching a lot of YouTube videos about like a ba- like abandoned stuff Ooh, and like cool. like uh, businesses that like fell apart and like how they fell apart and all that okay. sort of stuff. Nice. Like I like it when there's like an explanation as to like what happened to Kmart. Oh, oh, like, you're talking like Company Man, like the rise and fall of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, those, those are good videos. I watched a few. So, a bunch of those actually. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, the, the Kmart, there's an, an episode of one show. I forget what actually what the show was called, but it was about Kmart and it was pretty interesting how Kmart became so massive so quickly. Like mm-hmm. they were in the 70s they like owned more store real estate than had ever existed in time up until that point or some kind of shit. Oh yeah, it was crazy. They own um, blue light special. And then they, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hate to see it. Blue yeah. light special, Ed. 
Speaking Whoa. of blue, uh, Pike 264, Poseidon in the deep blue sea. Deep blue yonder. Uh, deepest, bluest, my hat is like, like a, a shark's shark fin. fin. Deepest, bluest, my, my hat, hat is, is like a shark's fin. fin. Yeah. That song's so sick. That music video is the, is the sickest, sickest shit, shit ever. Dude, LL Cool J in that video, when he turns into a motherfucking shark. And then he, he like... Yeah, and he turns back into a human later on in the video. And, like, that, that video is incredible. If you've never seen it, it is one of my favorite things of all time. It's yeah. so incredibly good. Like, do you remember in the 90s when music videos used to have, like, substantial budgets? Like, hundreds of thousands of dollars? Uh, do, do I mean, uh, like, last week, if you recall, uh, we watched um, A Weapon of Choice by Fatboy Slim, that video. We together. did. Yeah, we did. And that video, I think, might have been one of the videos that, like, really set off, like, that era of, like high production music videos because i mean of mm-hmm. course like going back to like thriller and stuff you had incredibly high production music videos totally. but but that was one of the first like music videos that was insanely high production and it it didn't like it wasn't like a big sprawling fucking thing like you know your yeah. uh, november rains or your yeah. thrillers or things that are like 20 minute long fucking videos yeah you totally know? but then there's also like the the other class of videos where it, like it, it costs a couple hundred thousand bucks but it's not like super crazy but it's still like expensive like a good production like a good example i think is like aerosmith's videos right in the 90s yeah. like the one where they get, go into the computer yeah like that that shit's pretty tight mm-hmm. um you know like i just i miss when when music when there was like this level of production to music videos that just really doesn't exist anymore and level of concept too totally totally the, the november rain videos in particular are like kind of the highest echelon of that execution yeah. in the sense of, like, just their sprawling, like, mm-hmm. non-sensory. Uh, yeah. Listen it, to our friend's podcast, November Rain. Uh, uh, no, nothing lasts forever. Nothing, yeah, that's yes. the name of the of, yeah. of their podcast, not November Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they say our name right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on their podcast. Well... Uh, so. Sometime. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Um, uh, Pike two sixty four Poseidon released on May fifth, twenty seventeen, eleven days after Glacier. Do you remember when they remade the Poseidon Adventure in the yeah, early two thousands? I do. Who was in that? Was that Pierce Brosnan? I don't recall. I feel like Steve Gutenberg was in the original or something. Or was Steve Gutenberg in the new one? Steve Gutenberg is one of them, I think. Uh, yeah, probably. Yes, yeah, uh, also known as Carrie Mahoney of, in the Police Fran. Uh, oh yeah, Police Academy franchise. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I I remember watching the original as a kid, and then I remember watching the remake in the early two thousands. I remember being like weirdly excited for that, mm. and then watching it being like, oh yeah, so it's, it's like kind of the same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Being kind of disappointed. You remember the early days of being disappointed in things where you're like still were like, oh wow, this is so unusual to be disappointed by something. I don't remember when I was that young though. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life's been disappointment. That's the mm. joke. Oh yeah. Ah, ha ha. Uh, I remember the first time I walked out of a movie theater and and was like upset. Do you remember that? Um, what's the first movie I saw that I hated? Uh, I I didn't like The Page Master. That's the earliest oh, film I remember. Yeah, okay. Uh, mine was uh, uh, Lost in Space from nineteen ninety eight. I liked Lost in Space. Well, so I watched it and I was like. I came out of it being like, this is the first movie I think I've like been really excited for that I'm like disappointed by. Did you see it after you saw Galaxy Quest? Because that would have ruined it. No. Okay. I saw it pre-Galaxy Quest. Interesting. Uh, I, I liked Last in Space. Uh, I didn't like the lead too much, but they had fucking Mount LeBlanc on there. Yeah, which which I love. Who I loved at the time. I I was a stan of the Joey 
mm-hmm. solo TV show. Uh, do Do you remember uh, when they go into light speed in that? Vaguely, why? Uh, well, it it was just a really bad decision that they made, and like when they go into light speed, like time basically like freezes. Uh huh. And it it completely disregards the theory of relativity. Like, like, because if they are in a craft relative to things, like they they wouldn't just stop like that while it goes into fucking light speed. That doesn't make any sense. That that yeah, uh, re- real 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 bad. Mm-hmm. But I like the film. The film was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't. Gary Oldman's in there. Plays the bad guy. Yeah, okay. Which is pretty okay. cool. Gary Oldman was in everything in the nineties. I mean, yeah, he's still he in everything. Yeah. And you'll just never realize he is because he's such a good actor. He just like transforms into every role he is. You know, Lost in Space 1998 is a film I'd really like to rewatch. Yeah. That that seems fun. Should we do that for maybe a bonus episode or a watch along for the why Patreon? We, yeah, why don't we just do like a uh, watch along? Yeah, let's just Patreon. do commentary for yeah. Lost in Space 1998. Yeah, we let's can do, do that. Yeah, just a watch along and just post the video on the Patreon. Yeah, let's fucking do it. That sounds great. Sounds good. Poseidon is another album that is. Uh, just separated into six tracks, all called Poseidon, parts mm-hmm. one through six. Um, and they're, uh, like like usual, they're all kind of the same idea. Um, starts out with a uh, clean guitar, uh, mm-hmm. morphs into like a soaring melodic solo over some chugging alt metal chords. And uh, the guitar tone on here was phenomenal. Yeah, it's really it's heavy. So it's so really nice. Le- it's like lush. Like it's a... Mm-hmm. Uh, He's, he's got a lot of effects on it, but, like, they're all minimal, kind of, and they just all add just a little bit more to the tone, and so the tone is just huge. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Like, it, mm-hmm. this is a really, like, uh, atmospheric album, I feel like, in the sense that, like, the, the guitar tones specifically, like, create a big atmosphere. Yeah. And it feels, like, really, like, And there's a lot of, like, big. layered guitars and a lot of different kinds of guitar tones, whereas, like, a lot of his stuff is, like, metal, and so it's just, like, different types of distortion. You have, like, some nice, like, gainy guitars here, some nice just, like, really fuzzy guitars, and then a lot of different types of clean guitars, which is pretty sick. Definitely. Um, track two is is weird. Uh, it's, like, three minutes, but, like, two of the three minutes are just a buildup. Yeah. And I'm just, just yeah. like, I, I was wondering, like, is this incorrectly, like, separated? So I listened to it on a different one. I think I was listening to Humano Being, and I listened to um, Poli Poli, because sometimes the the tracks are like divided up in the wrong way or the wrong time, and like they had to divide it up in the same way, and I'm like, huh, okay, but yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, 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 track two is just like a buildup, uh, which is like not really anything I've heard Buckethead do before in a song. <laughs> it's like build up to the next track. Um, yeah, but the next track is cool. It's it's mellow. Um, mm-hmm. It's like uh, for the most part until like halfway through, and then it breaks into a shred masterclass. Mm-hmm. Like it's a super cool solo. It's not like super distorted or anything. It's just really nice. Uh, track four is my favorite track on the album. That yeah, that was the most diverse. It, it's super diverse far. and it has some beautiful phrasing on the guitar parts. Yeah, like really like cool and interesting yeah. stuff. I put uh, beautiful clean melodic leads uh, mm-hmm. and some slow metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some yeah. cut in and out between like uh, really like kind of not like hard parts, but like you know epic parts. Yeah, totally. Uh, and that then, was like soft parts. Definitely one of my standouts of the of the week. I'd say that, that, that was probably is... my track of the week. Yeah, yeah that, that uh, song. Side really part four cool. was really fucking cool. Really cool. 
Um, the solo kind of like leads right into the next song, which is mostly just like a, a, a soaring shred track. Mm-hmm. It reminded me kind of like a Steve Vai, you know, once again, kind of, kind of uh, not arena-ish, not exactly arena, but like, you know, Steve Vai type arena metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last track, track six, just ends with a fucking nuts solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. It's uh, it's It's pretty sick. It was a pretty fucking cool album, um, if not entirely interchangeable with the other two Pikes this week. I thought they all kind of had a lot of through lines to them. Yeah. Um, okay, so we yeah. got to talk about the Poseid- or Poseidon from 2006. Okay. Poseidon from 2006. Yeah. Um, it has 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Love it. Uh, directed by Wolfgang, Wolfgang Peterson. What else did he do? Uh, Wolfgang. Peterson, what else did he do? He did, he did Enemy Mine, which we talked oh, about the other day. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And Air Force One, I guess, Ooh. is probably the one he's probably most Get off my with. plane. Oh, yeah. He also did The Perfect Storm. Yeah. Get off my storm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so he did Poseidon, 2006. You Get guess, off my boat. You want to guess who the two leads are? You're not probably not going to guess this. Um, the top build. Top build. Top build is an aging actor who I would not guess would be in a action film around this time. Walter Matthau. Oh, no, but good guess. Wilford Brimley. Oh, good guess, but no. A little bit younger than Wilford Brimley, but you're you're close. Uh, oh, let me... Hmm, how, how do I... Oh, is in a film, is in my favorite Bill Murray film. This actor is in my favorite Bill Murray film. Hmm... Uh, which came out in the 90s. I, I don't know. Just tell me. Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Who plays opposite Bill Murray in What About Bob, the greatest Bill that's Murray a, film, that's obviously. That's a good Bill Murray film. Uh, no, but Richard Dreyfus stars in it. And then uh, second billing, Kurt Russell. Interesting. Yeah. Kurt Russell, I did not know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what In the trivia here, we're just going to read one trivia here because it's particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh dang it. I lost it. Where did it go? Okay. So, two things. Firstly, Guinness World Records considered the ship in this film as the most detailed CG design in 2010. (laughs) And secondly, many members of the cast and crew came down with minor infections due to being in dirty water for so many hours a day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We love a dirty water infection, baby. Yeah, we do. Speaking of dirty water infection... We listened to Three Pikes. We did it. We did. We did. That's, that's um, pretty cool, right? Yeah. Do we uh do we want to move on to uh checking out what's uh what's up in the bucket void? Uh we could certainly do that. Yeah, we could. You ready? Let's take a journey. Statements from the bucket part of the show where we look at youtube and make fun of some of the stuff that's said on there yep that's it uh just gonna more like grew tube <laughs> yeah um i only watch the minions on there oh yeah totally obviously what else what else would you be watching you know what i mean um 
Okay, so let's get let's kick things off. All right, Christian Leonardo says five years ago. I keep thinking, where is he going? Is he gonna keep releasing the pikes as long as he wants? Is he gonna stop at some number? In the pikes, he did more music than a lot of artists with forty years of career. Uh, he did. In the Pikes, he did more music than all artists. Yeah, with forty years of career. Yeah, like I don't think that, like, yeah, there's, yeah, much more else to say there. Yeah, there's there's one person out there mm-hmm. who has more albums than him, and he has not had a forty year career. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, Gregorius Hunbrecht Decidarius Hyacinthius mm-hmm. says five My years. My favorite philosopher. <laughs> Same. Says five years ago, Happy Easter Ween, Buckethead. Love ya. Easter Ween. Easter Ween. Is, is that, I think is that do you think that's when you listen to Ween on the Easter? Springtime, yeah. In the springtime? In the springtime? A springtime ween, yeah. if you will. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you celebrate the death of Jesus Christ yes, and uh, exactly. listen to Ween in the Arby's exactly. bathroom. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. Uh, I mean like Presumably, Ween fans do need to let their genitals air out at some point. I mean, we know they don't shower, but still, yeah, you got to air out those genitals. I mean, you know, they they don't shower, but they spray themselves down with the Arby's bathroom hose, <laughs> which is close enough, right? Yeah, that's probably close enough. That's close enough. Moving on, YouTube user if question mark says five years ago, slice wedge slap binge. Love it. I, I love their little skull icon. I love the name if question mark. That rocks. This yeah. dude rocks. He's he's doing something. He's he's living an experiment, man. Yeah, he's li- he's living in fucking 3022. Dude, he's living in 3D chess. He's a 3D chess piece, this motherfucker. That's true. He's Five- a 3D king, baby. Five years ago, Matt says, What a damn! What a dim damn dom. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate that. <laughs> what a damn. What a damn. What a damn. What a damn. Uh, I, you know, I uh, I went to the Hoover Dam and said that. Did you really? I said, what a damn. Nice. I, I actually never went to the Hoover Dam. Dang. Have you ever been to no Vegas? Damn. I've been to Vegas nice. when I was much younger. And I haven't since I was 21. I've, I've heard it's dog shit. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people I work with think Vegas is really cool. But they also think that, like, they Disneyland probably, is cool. Yeah, and they probably, like, wear Yeezys. But they do. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. Uh, YouTube user Ross Nielsen says one year ago, mm-hmm. found Buckethead five months ago. Haven't listened to anything since. Sixty years old, and I thought I heard the best, but Buckethead is no doubt G O A T. What do you think G O A T means? Uh, God of all titties. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. We all want to be the goat. <laughs> That's true. We all want to be the goat. Do. Titties, titties are pretty neat. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, like, I would I like, agree. I like a titty. I like titty too. I like a titty. Titty or two. Uh, Stefano Rovetto says one year ago, Buckethead is therapy. We should send some of his works to the World Health Organization. You know, straight up, like dudes will straight up. Make an entire Buckethead podcast chronicling all 300 plus pikes instead of going to therapy. Yeah, yeah, they will. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Thank you, Stefano. YouTube user Bubblehead uh-huh. says two years ago. I need I needed you to see this one because I needed you to see the spelling here. Yeah. And that's, that's really why I've uh, uh, selected it. The spelling is pretty great. 
Um, so, <laughs> Bubblehead says two years ago, if we could imagine that we, oh, sorry, if we could imagine that then we probably wouldn't be able to appreciate his music that we have been blessed with. Besides our faces, couldn't handle such a thing, nor could our minds, and we would hate everything not related to Tibet experience and never be happy. This is, you know, I think I think they're Scottish. You ever been on Squ- Scottish Twitter? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They just like they can't spell anything right, and like it, you take like ten minutes, and you're like, oh, Scottish. Oh, they're like just spelling exactly how they speak, and it makes no sense. It's great. They're it's phonetically great. Did, speaking. Did you hear about the 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 kid that was like? It was like some 4chan kid that was editing Scottish Wikipedia. Yeah, it's Scott. Did, it was Scott, not Scottish. It's Scott's Wikipedia. Scott's Wikipedia, uh, and he like went through and did like he like twenty four thousand like articles or yeah, some like, shit like, like that. hundred like thousands of words, hundreds of thousands of words, and like basically rewrote their dictionary into like the phonetic version of of Scottish, like as if you would type it out like it is said, like it is pronounced, uh, and so. <laughs> There's a headline going around claiming that this dude did like uh, so much damage to the Scottish language ah! that like can't be the Scottish done. language did so much damage. Like if no one noticed that this dude was just <laughs> fucking around for years, for years, the language dude. is dead and no one gives a fuck. Like come on, pretty funny though. Like, like more like, people care about like Latin and Greek and like they care more about dead languages than anyone gives a fuck about Scots. <laughs> so salty. Um, YouTube user Willie Sticks says, great name, mm-hmm. five years ago, this is dirty, so much attitude, so serious, so awesome, a soundtrack for greatness, love, Buckethead. Willie Sticks, big fat dicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love, we do love Buckethead, greatness, love for Buckethead, hell yeah. Greatness, love for Buckethead, I, I would agree. Um, YouTube user FCK channel name says, five years ago. As Patrick Bateman from the American Psycho movie said, impressive, very nice. Oh, sorry. Um, American Psycho Mwive would have uh, said. also Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. Um, yeah. The, impressive, very nice. Uh, you know what's impressive, very nice? Uh-huh. It's like spelling literally every other word wrong in the sentence. <laughs> It is impressive and very, very nice. nice. Very nice. Uh, was it sleeve? Yes, exactly. Um, uh, uh, Jimmy R. Smith says two years ago, don't you feel sorry for the commoners who don't listen? I do. Um, yeah. What do. Do you th- what do you think a Jimmy R. Smith, what do you think they'd make? Like a blacksmith makes swords. What would a Jimmy R. Smith make? Uh... uh Replica coffins. Interesting. I was Jim, Jimi Hendrix replica coffins. I was going to say like bootleg Warhammer 40K figurines. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you're, you're probably not wrong there. Mm-hmm. Or, or bootleg Magic the Gathering foils. Mm, that'd uh, be sick as hell, man. Yeah, it would. It would be it'd sick be as good, hell. Good business to be in. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, well, they're, they're pretty easy to tell. The fakes, pretty easy to tell. Yeah. Uh, YouTube user WikiDB says two years ago, I love the Oriental vibration and Buckethead. 
best combo. Okay, so we don't use that word anymore. Even Top Ramen doesn't use that word anymore. It's soy sauce flavored. Now. Yeah, yeah. We don't. That that is a very targeted like term with a lot of history. That's not good. I'm pretty sure this user didn't mean it that way. That being said, it's pretty. It's funny. Yeah, it that is. it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, love that soy sauce. Flavor. I'm picking up Oriental vibrations. She's giving me <laughs> Oriental sensations. Do do do. Oriental vibrations. There you go. There yeah. you go. YouTube user Yeeter Boy says <laughs> seven months ago. <laughs> this song makes me feel like I'm in the dessert. What what dessert would you want to be in, Spencer? I mean, not like to get, a pudding, obviously. Not, not to get hashtag wet and messy in here, but <laughs> I'm gonna get hashtag wet and messy. You're hearing it here first. I would want to get in a in a like a chocolate pudding, like a large uh-huh. chocolate pudding. But then I would want to get out and walk around on some crushed up Oreos. Oh, how fucked up is that? Oh, and then roll in some like gummy worms. Yeah, make yourself a, a cup of dirt. Yeah, cup of dirt is one of my favorite desserts. Cup of like, dirt rocks. I don't give a fuck if it's for like yeah. three year olds. I'm a three year old when it comes to dessert. Yeah, suck my dick. That's one of the best. <laughs> I love that for you. That's yeah. great. That was great. I'm a grown ass motherfucker. I can order a cup of dirt at TGI Fridays with a beer and a shot if I goddamn well want. Yeah, you could. Get it to me now, waitress. Uh, that's a 20-minute wait for a table. I'm a hostess. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can I sit in the bar? Uh, <laughs> I think you've had enough, sir. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this next one I like very, very much. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, one of my favorite interactions I've seen on <laughs> Buckethead YouTube. Um, I'd like you to read the middle comment for me. So this is a, a screenshot uh, of three comments. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll just do the Jimbo character if you want to be Kendra. Okay, perfect. Okay. So this is this is three comments. Um, okay. First one is from a, a YouTube user named Jimbo Kennedy, mm-hmm. uh, who then responds to himself, mm-hmm. and then someone responds to him. Uh, named Kendra Crust. Yeah, which so, is a great so name. Here's, here's, here's the first one. Uh, three years ago, Jimbo Kennedy says, best. And then three years ago, he responds to himself, ever. And then Kendrick Crest responds two years ago, so one year after this, with simply all caps, MILK! It fucking makes your bones strong. Best ever, baby. Best ever, baby. Best ever. Best say, ever. Say, say, one might say it's safe as milk. Yeah, Harvey Milk. Um, but he's not safe. He died. He got yeah, that's murked. true. He did get murked. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. Um. Okay. So YouTube user Johnny Blaze says three oh, years we've, ago. We've heard from Johnny Blaze several times. Edited. Oh no. Even the devil cowers at just the thought of a rock off challenge against Bucket. <laughs> is that is that a is that like it's a li- jerk off challenge? I was gonna say, is that it's like a jerk is, off that, is that like the Limp Biscuit game? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, getting your rocks off. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes on to say, sometimes Buckethead reminds me of Virgil from Dante's Inferno. He's a guide through treacherous depths of other dimensions, yet grants a sort of shielding from harm along the path. What? <laughs> He's gotta get his, get his rocks off faster I know, this, than the devil. Like, you think? Okay, so in a rock off challenge against the devil, do you think like it's who comes fastest 
from nothing or like uh, who can jerk off the longest without coming or mm, you know i think i think when it comes to the devil yeah it comes all right oh yeah um oh yeah i, I think we're actually going for like the most splooge who can come oh who can drop the fattest load right Okay, uh, and uh, that we makes know sense. we know the answer to that is Metallica. Yeah, but um, <laughs> they, they even followed it up with a reload. Hell yeah, they did. They dropped two uh, fat loads. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Johnny Blaze. That's schizophrenic of you. Yeah, we loved that. That was uh, awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, continuing on from that, YouTube user Jay Jahanke says three years ago, Buckethead is my dealer. I look to him for a hookup. <laughs> Buckethead is the slinger of riffs I can't st- seem to stay away from. Buckethead has all the good shit. He gives me what I need. I really can't imagine a life without from here on out. There's someone who's never done drugs. Yeah, oh. definitely. Definitely. Uh, but I like that. I love that. I like that he's a slinger of riffs yeah. that he can't stay away from. Mm-hmm. It's bold. I wonder what kind of withdrawals he'd get if, like, you cut him off from Buckethead. Oh yeah, probably, the, probably like the DTS man. Probably yeah. just like, just basically the same as alcoholism. I bet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Nikos Chadsidakis says five years ago, just bought it, wanted it in flack. Uh, and then he goes on to thanks thank the uh, uploader. I I just I just want to throw this out there because this is a, sh- a flack shout out. This is a mm. flack safe zone. Oh yeah, this is a pro flack podcast. I just uh, free lossless audio codec. Mm-hmm. Namaste. Yeah, I mean flack fucking rocks almost as much as uh, Ogvorbus. Yeah, but I mean uh, flack is like really high quality and it's yeah. it's smaller and pe- file size than and wave. People still use flack. People still use flack as they should. Flack is a really high quality lossless audio codec. It is free. It is very easy to re-encode stuff to flack. Um, it's great. I highly you recommend. You can't it. play it on like uh, any Apple phones or anything, can you? You know, I don't know. That used to be the case. I don't know if that's still the case. I mean, you could still play it within an app, like the VLC app on the the phone would play it for sure. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Um, moving on. Oh, 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 oh. You know what it's time for, Britt. Oh, do we have Vine? No, we don't. No Vine today. No, vi- oh, no Vine today. But what we Vine. do have, we are blessed, Britt. You know what we're blessed with? What are we blessed by? Getting horner, massive horner. Let's get into the come corner. All right. This week on Come Corner. YouTube user Frudoed says, seven months ago, God, I wish I was that guitar. I want him to put his hands all over my neck. <laughs> Sweaty big hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want him to put his fingers in between my pickups. <laughs> slowly gent my stress. Slowly gent? Gent? Slo- yeah, slowly gent. D- slowly gent. Slowly and gently. Gent my strings. <laughs> uh, YouTube user Uff, you don't love Buckethead. I can't trust you, Hildy, says three years ago. Dear Buckethead, I love you. Your music is unbelievably beautiful. You are giving to the people so, so much. Thank you. You filled my innerst. He 
fill his inner story. Oh yeah. With a fat load by uh-huh. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. We love it. We love we'd love to see people's in innards fulfilled, their innards. We do. We do. Um, I, you're going to need to help me by reading the first comment here, and I'm going to read the response to it, okay? Okay, okay, okay. So, Kenny Jones says, two years ago, my neighbors are going to love this one. <laughs> and James Dyer responds seven months ago, if you play it loud enough, in nine weeks, your neighbors will be bringing you gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Which I do not understand this Nine, comment. Does he this, believe this shit is unhinged? Does he believe, no. Does he no. believe pregnancy lasts for nine weeks? <laughs> That's not even the first thing. That wrong is the with, that is no, the first thing. No, that's wrong. Brit, hold on, hold on. Uh, what he's saying is okay. Kenny Jones says he's going to play this loud because you know he's implying he's going to play it loud, meaning his neighbors are going to hear it. And James is saying if he plays it loud enough. Kenny Jones or someone close to Kenny Jones will become pregnant in nine weeks, and then the neighbors will bring them gifts like they like the wise men did to Jesus. Yeah, because because an immaculate conception is going to happen and give birth (laughs) to a child within nine weeks out of Kenny Jones asshole. He's gonna fucking just like yes, exactly. He's he's, he's gonna think he's like just shitting water, but uh-huh. his water is gonna break through his asshole. Uh huh. And then and, the kid's gonna come out, and he's just gonna shit out like a little bucket head. And then his neighbors are gonna be like, "Holy fucking shit! Here's some frankincense, and bro, go- and gold. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, here's Good some- luck with your ass, baby." Where do you even buy frankincense these days, man? Oh, dude, frankincense, that's easy. You can go to, like, uh, a Zenith Supply up the road. They sell, uh, like, stuff to make candles and shit. Oh, okay. So you, you can get frankincense there. For okay. Sure. How about myrrh? You know where you get myrrh? You can get myrrh there as well. Myrrh's oh, wow. just, like, myrrh. Yeah, you can get... Can you get gold there? Uh, you cannot get gold there. What if I bring a gun? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Um... So lastly, oh no, not lastly. We actually have two more, two more of these in the cum in the cum corner. Oh my god, the cum corner is full today. There's a line to get into the cum corner. Like it's fucking savage. Okay, I mean we're in the glory hole today. Then yeah, we are. That's why we're in the Arby's bathroom. Uh, John Flick says, John Flick and the Bean. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Nice. Uh, Says one year ago, great music, great picks. But if the song stops and then a commercial kicks in and the song starts again, I cannot be a part of that. It's like making love to your woman and stopping to let the cat in. Unsuspecting. And unsuspecting was all in like quotes and all in caps. Like like his cat was. So is he accusing his cat of wanting to get in to the room to watch him fuck? Maybe, or like just like pausing, having sex because the cat is like trying to get in the. But what, in what's the, the unsuspecting room? thing? I don't know. It makes no sense. That's why I like enunciated it the way that I did. But just like at the end of his comment, there's a period, and then there's there's like uh, quotes around unsuspecting. I think all he's cats. accusing his cat of bestiality and like uh, wanting to watch mm-hmm. humans do the deed uh, or sorry him uh making love to his woman yeah yep uh, def- definitely do you think uh, like the 
cat watching him? Like, do you think that's how he comes? You think that's what gets him off? No, I don't think cats care enough about that. No, 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 no. The guy, John Flick. He's oh, like, he's like fucking his wife, and he's like, God, I can't come. And he hears from outside his door, meow, meow. And he's like, one second. And he opens the door, and the cat comes in, and, and then he just gets hard as a fucking rock. Like, just I like it when somebody watches. Cream pies his woman just so hard, fills her up with like, you know, 30 little bucket heads. Yeah, speaking of filling up with bucket heads, mm-hmm. lastly for Come Corner, YouTube user C says one year ago, two words for this pike spontaneous ear ejaculation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, although it's like spontaneous combustion, I don't think spontaneous ejaculation is ear ejaculation. Yeah, but he's like doing a play on a phrase that doesn't really exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I like ear ejaculation. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. But spontaneously, though. Yeah, yeah. It happens even to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Lastly, for the bucket void, mm-hmm. YouTube user Rick James says one year ago edited. I'm Rick James, bitch. Megadeth. Fuck Tool. And then there was the Buckethead. I would like to see Tobias Forge do something with this guy if it already hasn't happened. Wink, wink. wink. It's giving me chills just thinking about it. Uh, that belonged right in Cum Corner. He's getting <laughs> he's getting chills. That means he's getting bony. He's getting horner, he, potentially massive borner. Well, he's getting, I mean, not a, a very small fetid boner, but still a boner nonetheless. Yeah, that's true. A boner, none um, the, the less. Statements from the bucket Yeah, we're we're here at the part of the show where we recommend things. We are. Spencer, would you like to go first? Uh, mine's gonna be long, so I don't know if you want me to go first or you. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, this is what I got to recommend. So <laughs> earlier today, I got in a fight with someone on Instagram. Yeah, as you do. As you do. I it do that. Ended up being. Have you seen this? Have you seen my stories about this? I have not yet. Now. Oh, okay. That's extra perfect then. Okay. Okay. So I got in a fight with this dude. He was like. Okay, I posted this meme. It's a it's a it's a Twitter screenshot. Um, and it's this is old. This has been around for a long time. I've posted this before. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a, like a Twitter screenshot where the guy's saying like the most unrealistic part of the movie Taken is that an eighteen year old girl is going around. Oh, I did. Up with, I, I saw that with you two on yeah, tour. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then this dude was like being insane in the comments of that of that post and being like. No, no, no. That's not insane at all. Like, I went on tour. I went on, like, following you two on tour when I was 18 and, like, all this shit and, like, being crazy and, like, commenting on, like, everybody being, like, haha. Mm-hmm. He was, like, commenting below them and, like, being a psycho. And so it got, it got really, like, aggressive and he, like, started, like, arguing with me and also, like, pushing you two. <laughs> At the same time, but like, okay, so I'm going to read some of his comments to me, okay? Uh-huh. So at one point, like, I, I so I, I responded to one of his comments, and I was like, bro, why are you simping for U2? Like, U2 sucks, man. And then he was like, no, you're the one that's simping. And I was like, okay, who am I? What? So, no, no, this is what I said. So I said, 
who am I simping for exactly? And then I, here's his, his name. If you want to look him up, Marco, Pat, Marco Patino responded. He says, the vibe of your Insta is pure incel. Shitty job. Always stinks. No style. Can't talk to girls. Not particularly outgoing. Likes everything counterculture for the sake of it. So as to have something to be a part of. LOL. Bro, I'm a comic. I live in this world. LOL. I'm actually going to use this comment at my next roast. Anyway, dude, I got you here. There's nothing for you. Just go listen to Pop by U2 and thank me later. Easy. <laughs> so, 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 so it uh so, What? I know. I, I know. I know. This is the one guy who was who like who who was using Samsung and he switched to Apple for the free fucking U2 album. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um one of his one of, and then another another comment that he left on the thing was just I think this might have been the first one he left I'm not sure but he just said false I was around that age in 2008 and I traveled around to see you too still do yeah but you're not a girl <laughs> guy know, you're right? not a girl you're not uh, like a young attractive girl you never were you probably have never been young nor attractive cuz you liked you too when you were 18 so you probably wore a fedora also, this is the guy. This is some of his his comedy. <laughs> it's really funny comedy. Well, he has twenty two likes, so he's uh, <laughs> obviously very popular on on the internet. Uh, yeah, he's extremely popular. And, and so, like, I actually made a, a comment about that. I was like, he was like, he was saying some kind of shit, and I was like, bro, like, what are you doing, man? Like. I don't know. Uh, and then he was like, all your followers are incels. And I was like, oh, they're incels. I was like, bro. Okay, here's the, here's the actual response. He was like, so what does that have anything to do with it? LOL. Besides, to meme account, you have more incel followers than I do. Congrats. And I was like, bro, you're the one going around fully unhinged about you two in the comment section of a post from a page you don't follow <laughs> i would think twice about throwing around the word incel like it's, it's like what the fuck is happening so so basically the only people who ever like fucking try to start flame wars with me and i always like end flame wars yeah like i was gonna block this guy but it was so funny that he kept pushing you too yeah, and he yeah. recommended several other u2 albums so, as well and so i was like what is it's, happening it's always it is always categorically uh like Either someone with a private account or just like very few posts, mm -hmm. uh, and they always have like a tenth of your followers, mm -hmm. and they don't follow you. Yeah, and I'm like, why are you complaining about my con like? You saw this on the Discover page, and you had to click it, and you like get mad that I exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fucking move on, guy. I'm not like I don't have any power. I run a meme account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to take issue with something, like <laughs> I'm not the one. I I don't have power to do anything about you too. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I I repost. I I. It's a joke. It's a it's fucking joke. Fucking joke. It's a joke. And it's not even my joke. And if you don't like, if you don't like the joke, 
don't laugh. Move on. Like, like, why don't you tweet at the dude who's in the the, the screenshot? Like, tweet at that guy like, about you two. I don't give a shit. You're a comic. Do you like it when you fucking get up on stage at your shitty open mic and no one's there but the one person that is fucking heckles you? No, you don't. That's not a fun time. Man, I want to heckle this guy so bad. Yeah. Oh, God. My God. Oh, just bring all your followers to a show. <laughs> Uh, he also does a podcast. Like, so I was watching some of his podcasts, and mm-hmm. it uh, seems bad, and he seems really insufferable. But I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was like, man, what if we get him on the podcast? What if we're like, let's fight with the U two guy on the podcast. Say that to my, say that to me on my podcast, not online, and see what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fucking Adam Clayton admitted that he actually he he started taking bass lessons in the nineties. Because he didn't know how to play bass nah. for all of their classic albums. Like, it's, it's I mean, they're fine. They're fine pop they're music. Fine. But, like, saying they're, like, the greatest band in the world or anything or, or pretending, like, they weren't fucking, like, a product of the music industry, like, pushing them. Yeah, like, the, the craziest part about this is that his take is so unhinged. His take is that it's incomprehensible that... An 18-year-old girl in 2008 couldn't have been so into, like, like you 2 that she would follow them around on tour. Like, he thinks that that is a probable thing. And, like, that is an unhinged take, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you, him being a goofball aside, like, that, like, bro, 18-year-old girls in 2008, like, I don't know what they were into, but it was not the... 45-year-old men in U2. I would, I would say not them, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Th- this guy loves U2, but uh, he, he sounds like he might have a few allegations of me, too. <laughs> I was hoping you would get there. I was hoping you would get there. I wanted to get there, too. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we did it. We did it. I think hashtag we did it. me, too. Me, too. Um, yeah. So, anyways, my recommendation here is. Yeah. What the fuck are you recommending? <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on. I, hold on. My recommendation is, I almost blocked this guy right away, but instead, I waited to see what would happen. And what happened, what transpired, was funnier than I ever could have imagined. That's so, fair. That's fair. Uh, my recommendation is, the next time somebody is trying to troll you, just let them do it and see what happens, because mm. it's usually pretty funny. This dude, pretty funny. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Britt, what you love got? Love it, love it. Uh, I would recommend <laughs> the Underground Comedy Movie from, I think, 1998, okay. 1999. Um, what is that? It is uh, written and directed by Vince Offer, none other than the ShamWow guy. Oh, oh, the, you the, told me about the this. The Slap Chop guy. Yeah, you were trying to show me some of this yesterday. Yeah, and it's, um, so it's um, a series of, like, vignettes or, like, short comedy sketches, and, uh... All of them are insufferable. Oh, I bet. Like, they're all the worst comedy idea. And, like, you're like, oh, there's got to be at least, like, one funny thing in here. No, no, no. He we managed no. to fill, like, an hour and a half with all of the worst things I've ever seen. And, like, it starts out, warning, you will be offended. And I wasn't mm-hmm. offended by really any of the jokes they made because they were <laughs> That's disappointing. Down. Like if, they, but, if they're gonna be offensive, I mean, let's I, be offensive. I was offended at the movie because it uh, it was labeled as comedy, mm. and so no laughs were had. No, 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 no. no yucks. No not yucks. A, not a not a big yuck film. Your yums were yucked. Yeah, Mister Yuck says no. 
says no. Yeah, no yeah. yucks for Mr. Yuck there. But but you say yes to the film. You recommend it. I, I would because it's fucking dog shit. And I, uh, is, it, is it on YouTube? Can we watch it? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, if you if you really want a copy, just hit me up uh, at a bucket cast and I'll figure out a way to get you a copy if you can't find one. Tight. Uh, it's it's um insufferable. Yeah. And I, I like that kind of thing. I like insufferable. Yeah. I I like. I was I was dumber for watching the film. I like coming away from a film feeling stupider. Yeah, definitely. That's something I set out for in most aspects of my life. Excellent. Yeah. Um, does that mean it's time for my favorite part of the show? I think it is. Ha 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 bucket joke. Ha 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 bucket joke. Ha 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 bucket joke. Ha 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 bucket joke. I went to the sperm bank again the other day, but they wouldn't Ooh. let me withdraw any of my deposits. What kind of fucking bank is that? It's a great question. What kind of fucking bank is that? Uh, I only give straight talk to diabetics. Mm. Yeah, sugarcoating anything would be a medical emergency. It's true. Mm. It's true. Because they can't have sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I opened a diving pool exclusively for fat dudes. It's been a total flop. When you think about it, quarter machines and arcades make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 25 of them, to be exact. Um, <laughs> I, I told some people I was going to try to breed goats, but I was only kidding. Oh, hey. hey. Kid joke. Joke for kids. Uh <laughs> Like a goat, hey? Yeah. Uh, in the Bible, when Noah was wed to Nemea, he tries to find something to cover her face, but to no avail. It's a Christian joke for everybody. I do love a Christian joke. I love Christian jokes, you know. It's always, Christianity is just so quaint to me. It's so like. It's stupid. It's so dumb. And yeah. it's so like, I don't know. It reminds me of like being young and growing up in Alaska and everybody around me being stupid. Young, dumb, full of cum. <clears throat> no, just just young, young, dumb, and full of Jesus. <laughs> mm. Same thing. I mean, yeah. in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two two guys walk into a bar. Roll a d twenty charisma check. Oh. Hey. Hey. I went to the sperm bank again the other day. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I asked to have my deposit put into checking. <laughs> so they used it to impregnate a hockey player. Oh, wow. Nice. And, nice. Uh, I'll close on this one because they're all dumb today. <laughs> I ate some Bing cherries the other day, and they were pretty good, uh, but I assume the Google cherries are even better. Ha, 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 joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, love, we made it we to Microsoft the end of the show. Bing jokes. We do. I love Microsoft Bing jokes. I love Microsoft jokes in general. Windows jokes. Ain't nothing but a G-bang. Yeah, that's true. I, I like clippy jokes. Clippy jokes are great. Clippy jokes are great. Yeah. We love that. We stand Microsoft's clippy. Yeah, I want to... I should make, like, a, a fucking meme of, like, someone, like, using clippy as, like, a joint or a roach holder, you know? Uh, I think... Didn't you already make a meme of somebody using clippy as, a as like, a pipe scraper? Or maybe somebody else made that meme. I, th- I don't think that was me. Yeah. But a roach holder's new. That's good. Yeah, perhaps. Good. Perhaps. You should <laughs> make it one of somebody like 
unfolding Clippy to like stick it down their pee hole. Or oh yeah, sounding, sounding yeah. Clippy. Yeah, yeah. We, lo- we love sounding Clippy. Yeah, we do good shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, this is the end of the show. Spencer, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, Spencer zone. Sick. What about you? Uh, you can find me at Dog Vorbis, but you know what? Just go to at a bucket cast on any social. Find me there. Find us there. Or give us say... a or give us a call. Yeah, yeah. What's our number, Spencer? Four two five three one zero two four one six. That's correct. <clears throat> uh, it's just a message machine. We'll never pick up. So no. if you have anxiety about calling, don't. You get yeah. to just scream into the void, and you can delete your message if you hate it. We might not even use the message. There are messages in there I haven't played. Yeah. So one of these days we'll we'll play them. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Anyway. I've been Britain. <clears throat> <clears throat> and I've been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head. A, a bucket, bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucketheads. Namaste. the ralph scene you want to watch it yeah i'd love to watch the ralph scene give him a quick refresher jesus christ ralph are you supposed to go out looking for a job today nah there's a b-ball game coming on at four you can't watch no b-ball game you gotta get a job nah i'm gonna try to get laid tonight ralph i'm getting tired of it you're gonna get a job today t-o-d-a-y this is muffed up. I'm taking a day off. Back in the war, we kill sissies like you. I'd like to shoot you, stupid. You couldn't hit the side of a barn. If we were in the jungle, I'd slice your throat. And this isn't the jungle. My cat will save me. I can't believe that I had sex to even make you. Sex makes people? What a waste of pleasure. My name is Ralph. Your forehead makes a good target. By the end of the day, you better have a job or else. You see this? It's gonna hurt. Get a job. Magnifique. Magnifique, indeed. This is, so, the, this is the part of the show where we rewrite that scene. Yep. Uh, every week we rewrite that scene. Each of us does uh, one script, and uh, we reread it as the characters in the script. Yeah, we do. Uh, Spencer, would you like to go first today or being for the um, script? Uh, let's do, I don't know, let's do yours. Okay, we can do mine. Um, you want to give us some backstory here? Absolutely. Um, so this <laughs> takes place on the set of uh, Executive Decision, which I think came out in, what, 96, mm-hmm. something like that? Kurt Russell film. Um, uh, also with John Leguizamo and yeah. uh, Steven Seagal. And we Steven are talking Seagal. about an altercation that took place between Steven Seagal and John Leguizamo. They talked about this on the Dollops three-parter about... Um, they did. The, the Dollop podcast, excellent podcast, highly recommended mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to it. 
their their three parter on Steven Seagal though is particularly amazing. Is it one is of my fantastic. favorite. Some of my favorite episodes. It, it's like, it's almost five hours of them it's, just talking about what a piece of shit Steven Seagal is, it's, and it's hilarious. It's so good. It's, it's hilarious. So funny. Yeah. It's one of the their funniest. I think. Indeed. It's Indeed. Truly great. Um. But yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, yeah. Onset I, of executive decision. That was what 94, 95? 95, 96. Because mm-hmm. on deadly ground was ninety four, and it was okay. a little bit after that. So I think okay. ninety six is what I'm going to say. Um. So uh, would you like to be Steven Seagal or John Leguizamo? Steven Seagal talks like this. Yes, he does. I'm definitely going to be Steven Seagal. All right, and John Leguizamo kind of talks like this. So, okay. yeah, I got it. All right, I'm first, I take mm-hmm. it? Yep, that's you. Great Buddha. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. Yep. Okay. Great Buddha, John Leguizamo. Aren't you supposed to follow my direction on the set of Executive Decision today? What? Nah, dude, you're Steven Seagal. The actual director is going to be here at four. You can't. Take no direction from no Hollywood director. You gotta follow my commands. What I say is Seagal law, and you're not above the law. Nah, dude, I'm I'm just gonna practice my lines for the shoot tonight, all right? But John, I'm getting tired of it. You're gonna follow my lead today, T-O-D-A-Y. Oh, okay, Steven, this is muffed up. You're like the seventh build actor on this fucking movie? Back on the set of On Deadly Ground, I'd kill actors like you. I'd like to Aikido you, stupid. <laughs> Dog, you couldn't Aikido a barn. If I was directing this movie, I'd slice your throat. But it's, this isn't your movie. You get killed in the first, like, 20 minutes. I can't believe you used my clout to even get on this movie. Oh, shit. I can't believe you used my clout to even get this movie made. You have clout? What a waste of acting. My name is John Leguizamo. You make a good target. You're a pest, and I'm... Hard to kill. You're gonna. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to rewrite this line. I you. You should be a hard target. Isn't that a Steven Seagal movie? No. Is it not? No, that's a Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, film. Fuck, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Messed yeah, it up. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm sorry. You make a good target. You're a pest, and I'm hard to kill. You're gonna follow my directions, or else. See me? I'm gonna slam you against the wall with an Aikido elbow against a brick wall. Follow my lead. Yeah, and uh, he he, yeah. he assaulted him on set. Yeah, he did. Yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, Steven Seagal. Well done. That's pretty good. Yep. Uh, I like that. Um, <laughs> that was great. That was a that was a really good one. All right, and uh, our next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a preference? I think I'd like to switch. Okay, so I will be Ozzy. Oh no, I will you, not be Ozzy. You you will be playing. I, I'm Who gonna assume playing? Sharon Osbourne, I guess. Aussie. Okay, yeah. I can do a great show. So I, I'm. Pr- I, I actually tried to look into it. I'm Jesus. not. Okay. I'm not sure if she was his manager at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I couldn't. I didn't have time to figure it out or not. So correct us if we're wrong. But let's just assume she was his manager at this point. So this is right at. This is 1982, right after Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off of a bat on stage in mm-hmm. Boise, Idaho. Indeed. Uh, which he was later banned from Boise, Idaho for almost 30 years. Sick. Uh, which is pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um. Getting noisy in Boise, you know what I'm saying? And also, like... Fre- friend of the cast, uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> Devin uh, lives over from yeah, uh, from Rejection Pack. Yeah, he lives over in, in yeah. Boise, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you don't know this... Well, I mean, everybody knows the story, right? Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat live on stage. Yeah, so, someone what? threw a bat on stage. He thought it was a prop. He bit the head off of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, actually, he didn't really know what it was. Just somebody threw a bat on stage. And, like, so apparently... Um, 
apparently people like throwing dead animals on stage was like a hallmark of that particular I'll get it. Was it was a hallmark of that particular tour? Yeah. Like uh, that's appar- sick. apparently that was just a thing that was happening. So this was like a thing that was going on like almost every night. And so when okay. somebody like threw this dead bat on stage, uh Ozzy Osbourne was like, Oh yeah, and like put it fucking put it in his mouth and bit the head off of it. Oh, yeah, we love and that. then instantly regretted it and was like, What the fuck? But you know, he was in the middle of the show, so and the show must go on. So, you know, as on the show did. All right. On well, the show did go. Uh, me, speaking of which, yeah. yeah. My camera is dead. Yeah. I, I'm the show aware. is not going on. Yeah. Because why? of that. What the fuck? I don't know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. It's giving me the lights, saying it's it's on. No. No. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, we don't we don't need video for this. I mean, that's true. I can fix it though. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna. Oh, here we go. We're back. We're back. Okay. All right, here we go. Look at yeah. that. Love that. Um, so I'm going to be playing Ozzy Osbourne. You're going to be playing Sharon Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne's manager. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ready? Ready. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, Ozzy! Did you just bite the head off a fucking bat? Sorry, go ahead and read the line again. Jesus Christ, Ozzy! Did you just bite the head off a dead fucking bat? No, I actually think it was alive. You can't just... Uh, you can't just do that, Ozzy! You're gonna get rabies! Nah, I'm gonna get the taste of fucking bat out of my fucking mouth! Ozzy, I'm getting tired of it! You're gonna get in an ambulance and get your ass checked out by your doctor today! T-O-D-A-Y! This is muffed up! I will never stop putting stuff from the ground into my mouth! Oh, Ozzy! Back at CBS Records, they're afraid of you because of shit like this! I'd like to save you from yourself, stupid. You couldn't save the side of a barn. If you weren't covered in bat juice, I'd force you into the bloody hospital myself. Well, I am covered in bat juice, Sharon, and it's an aura and it will protect me. I cannot believe Black Sabbath fired you. What? What do you mean Black Sabbath fired me? What a waste of bat! My name is the Prince of fucking Darkness! Well, see, if anything, this bat story will be great, um... Marketing? By the end of the day, you're probably gonna see it in a bunch of papers. Do you see this controversy? It's gonna sell a lot of records. Meow. But stop putting shit on the ground in your goddamn mouth! That was a great read. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I just love the idea of them having an argument about that and, like, the sticking point being, like, Ozzy putting things from the ground into his mouth. Because, like, that's the part of the story that's the funniest to me is that just, like, somebody threw a dead bat on stage and he's like, oh, oh. yeah, like, fucking grab this shit from the ground and put it in my mouth. That's truly unhinged behavior. <laughs> I like... love that. Oh, then the CBS Records reference. So there's a, a legend going around, but this cannot be confirmed. I looked into this, so it's it's not confirmed. But uh, a CBS record executive claims hmm. that Ozzy Osbourne brought a dove to a like a, a meeting mm-hmm. when he was like signing something at CBS Records, and then when the the meeting went bad, Ozzy Osbourne, because he was so drunk, grabbed the dove out of the cage and bit its head off in front of the the studio re- executive. That's now, sick. 
this can't be confirmed. This is pure hearsay. Like it is neither confirmed I, I, nor denied if, by yeah, most if, parties. If it's if it's not confirmed, I'm gonna believe it probably didn't happen. But I love it's the like idea that it legends. did. Yeah, I yeah. mean, John Woo does not like that idea at all. No, he does not. Yeah, He's a he fan hates. of the doves. He loves yes, the doves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that that's what it sounds like when uh, doves are bitten their heads off. Wow. Well, with that, we're gonna end and go watch some Star Trek. Bye. Bye. <laughs>